Hey guys, this is Ralph Macchio. Hey, what's up y'all? This is William Zabka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. And I am Brianna. Welcome to a, eh, I guess it's a Cobra Kai news episode, but specifically we go over John Hurwitz's Q&As on Twitter, uh, bringing you the, mm, I don't want to say the latest news because some of these are a couple months old, but it, it is from one of the creators, so at least you're getting the real answers and not rumors. Exactly. And right now, especially, that's most important. Right. How are you today, Brianna? I am wonderful. How are you, Peter? I am doing okay. Um, The weather's getting a little cold in Portland. So um, I don't think I have a cold just yet, but it's definitely coming. I can sense it. And also, I I guess last night's recording of uh, our our review of episode 10, season two, over three hours, I don't think that helped my voice at all either. No, most likely not. Staying up, you know, till the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> well, I mean, you sound uh, perfectly fine, but um... oh well, I I pull all nighters all the time. Sleep and I are not very good friends. Yeah, so. I, I I I wish I had a friend named Sleep. Or wait, no, that sounded weird. Um, <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, so for anybody that maybe is tuning in for the first time, again, John Hurwitz, one of the creators, he takes you Twitter and says, "Hey." I got some time, ask me a question. And most of them are Cobra Kai related. And so we go in there, uh, we read the question, and then we answer, uh, we read his answers. Um, so just some house cleaning, some some news on our end before we get into that. Uh, the biggest one, we'll just go ahead and jump right into it, especially if you have not yet heard um, our review of episode 10, No Mercy. We... Uh, announced that some changes have been made at Cobra Kai Companion. Uh, Tom has stepped down as co-host here. Um, You know, there's no beef or anything like that. Tom and I were still friends, but uh, he is focusing more on his podcast. Uh, Juggling the two was, you know, was was taking a toll. And, you know, he's got his wife and, and all these other things that he does. So in the interim, it will be Brianna, and I think, you know, we'll just have a little bit more consistency rather than switching between the two for different types of uh, episodes, because we all know Tom does not like spoilers. And Brianna and I, we will dive into all types of trailers and, you know, whatever to give, you know, for the uh, give people that like that stuff, that type of content. Yeah, it is incredibly difficult, I would imagine, to be on a podcast and avoid spoilers at the same time. Yeah. I can't see that being easy. No, no, I not at all. And uh, and that's fine. Uh, I mean, a seat and a mic is always open for him to come back on uh, a future episode if he wants. Um, and we've never we're not ruling out a uh, like a future collaboration. So uh, just getting that out of the way now. And uh, I suppose I am the new voice of John Hurwitz uh, for for these type of episodes because I know we um, these are really popular ones that uh, people really enjoy listening to. So. The other bit of news is um, the comic book 
So for those that have, and I know some of these are mentioned during the Q&A, but um, recently uh, there's a Cobra Kai comic book issue number one. It just came out on, uh, gosh, what what was it? I know it was was a Wednesday. Uh, The date was October 9th. Yeah, I, I got mine on Thursday. Okay, so the Wednesday was the ninth, and that's when uh, it was um, mostly available in comic comic book stores. I think those that ordered or pre ordered online, uh, those are coming a little bit slower because I because I, I had mine ordered online, and I was just like, you know what, I'm out and about on Wednesday, so I just went to a local comic book store, picked up my first issue. So I have not yet gone through it, but I think we plan on reviewing them as they come out. And that would be fine with me. I haven't read mine yet either. I bought the uh, regular, the two, the two regular covers from Things from Another World, and those are the ones I got Thursday. But I really, really, really wanted the Halloween fight cover, and the only way to get that was to buy all four of them from a seller on eBay. So I'm going to end up with two copies of the first two. So I can read either of those, and they're all going to be the exact same anyway. So. Yeah, and you know that's that's the thing I did with um, my Back to the Future uh, comics. I I bought like multiple, well, the alternate uh, covers as well, just because I wanted the the art. So uh, and just a little teaser, you know, why not? I'll throw this out too. Um, I am working out uh, the the details to schedule one of the gentlemen here that is uh, associated with the comics. So um, a feature interview soon come. And the other last bit of news, I, I'm i not sure if this is, I, I don't, you know, screen the, Q, the Q&As really. Sometimes when I'm participating myself, I may look at some of the questions, but uh, just in case it doesn't come up, the uh, other bit of exciting news is that... Uh, our big three, they have, I don't know if you want to say signed, but they have a new series uh, coming to TBS. Uh, it's going to be a one-hour drama uh, called Obliterated. They're describing it as 24 meets The Hangover meets Die Hard? Yeah, and that's pretty exciting stuff. Um, I I didn't watch 24, but I know that was very popular. Uh, who doesn't love Die Hard, especially around the holidays? And also Hangover. Because it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Do you hear my sarcasm there? <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. You're sure. just wrong. Liar but... Liar is a birthday movie. Just throwing it out. <laughs> okay. Um, I've never seen 24 either. My husband was a big fan. All, Of course, big Die Hard fan. Huge Die Hard fan. And, um, Are you a Die Hard Die Hard fan? Uh... Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you have one of those uh, ornaments with um, John McClane crawling through the air vent? <laughs> I do not. I do not. But I may be one of those annoying people that retweets the breaking news about the assault on Nakatomi Plaza every Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I've seen those. I have seen those tweets. Yes. Uh, so very exciting stuff. Um, obviously, the big three is associated with this, um, you know, from Counterbalance Entertainment and also, there is a Dina Hillier uh, that will be serving as co-executive producer. Um, she's not somebody I'm familiar with, but I haven't really looked up to see anything she's done. But not a name that I'm familiar with. But uh, very exciting stuff. I guess the first season is going to have 10 episodes, you know, just according from this little... Um, Press release? 
Press release. Thank you. That's that's what I am reading. Uh, a press release that was actually forwarded uh, to me by Tom. So thanks, Tom, for that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking very very forward to it. Um, I, I'll watch the hell out of anything that these three do. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's no release date or anything like that yet, and so we have some time to even consider possibly you know covering it here. So we'll see. You know, something to think about. Uh, just because it is tied to to the big three. Yeah, and then we could become the Big Three Companion instead of Cobra Kai Companion. The thought has crossed my mind. Hey, not bad. All right, so we're going to jump into these Q&As. I think there was three of them, so starting with the first one. All right, first question on August 30th was from uh, Kevin at Cobra Kai Dad. Do you have any regrets on anything so far in regards to storylines, scenes, etc.? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, Nothing that keeps me up at night. These are characters I love that I wish we could see more of, but we always go where the story takes us. The good news is the more episodes we make, the more chances there are to bring people back. You'll see some familiar faces in Season 3. Good news always. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know, depending who you guys follow on social media, there there might have been some reveals already. Um, but I don't know. It's not confirmed, so I'm not one to make that speculation. There you go. Uh, next question comes from Decider. And it's, how great would it be if Elizabeth Shue made an appearance in Season 3? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, I can think of nothing that would make me happier than to see Elizabeth Shue on an episode of Cobra Kai, if and whenever we are lucky enough to have that opportunity. Um, this is interesting, especially coming uh, after our review of episode 10, where we talk about that friend request at the end of mm-hmm. season two. So again, if you haven't heard that episode, check it out. Yes. And next question is from Rhea at Frost Castle. Can you put separate ways by journey in season three? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, I can think about it. I think that's a good answer. Sure. Absolutely. Um, it's not com- coming to my mind right now, but I feel it's one of those, if I heard it, I'd know it. Separate ways? Yeah. Well, it's Journey, so... Mm. Yeah, it would be It would be a good one. It would be a good one for Johnny and Allie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is from Rezondo, and uh, handle is at Rezondo. Is there any particular scene which didn't make the cut to an episode that you may regret the most? If yes, would you mind telling us what scene it is? Thank you. In season one, episode three, we filmed a scene where Johnny tries poaching students outside a Brazilian jiu-jitsu class and gets into an argument with the teacher. The scene was hilarious on the page. We had no time to shoot, so it didn't come out great. Would have loved a do-over. Do you think that would have been a nod to Sensei Ron Thomas? Um, possibly. I'm just, the first thing that popped into my head as you were reading that answer is, oh my God, how great would it be to watch Hoist Gracie kick Johnny's ass? Who Who is that? Hoist Gracie? Mm-hmm. Um, the Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the uh, MMA fighter back for the, um, oh gosh, the pay-per-views in the early 2000s. He was fantastic. Oh, okay. He had a, a, a rivalry with um, Ken Shamrock. Okay, I know that name. He's from Stockton. Oh, I did not know that. I, I knew that because my mom used to live in Stockton. And I think that's probably around the time I first started hearing about um, MMA. 
Okay. Because I yeah. think uh, he went from I, and you know I I don't know anything about wrestling or or UFC, but I think he was you know one thing and then tried doing another to to, to prove that he can fight kind of deal. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he caught a lot of crap coming from the WWF. Yeah, so I think I think that was a story if I recall, but. Um, yeah, I guess that would have been interesting, you know, but, you know, running into an old couple on the street and then Broham, uh, in the basketball court and then jujitsu teacher. Sure. It, as, as upset as he is at the end of that with Spider, Spider-Man Broham, college guy, I think the, the funny maybe would have been a good offset to it because that entire sequence is just heartbreaking. Yeah, and the Spider-Man Broham thing, that's, it's not an inside joke, but uh, we had a Cobra Kai companion meetup in Atlanta during Dragon Con to which a uh, college guy, as he's credited, uh, made, uh, he made an appearance and he was dressed as Spider-Man for Dragon Con. Yeah, so he is now Spider-Man Broham. Yeah, so there you guys go. Uh, there is a video I shared on our main Facebook page uh, where I went, I did a little Facebook Live in our group, and then I shared that video on the page if you want to check that out. Uh, no, I had not been drinking. Uh, a couple of people made that comment because I looked like it, but no, I was literally running around for the last couple of days with very little sleep. And it was about 110 in Atlanta that weekend, and we were running up and down a very steep hill to get where we were going. So Yeah, a lot of walking. Uh, I'm from the Pacific Northwest, where it's a lot cooler and less humidity, so... Oh, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and next is Sean at RedsFan078. What has Kumiko been up to, and does she still live in Okinawa? If you keep watching the show, perhaps one day you'll find out. So do you get the sense that they uh, plan to address that? Um, I get the sense that Hurwitz is never going to answer questions like that, but I love the really sneaky way that Sean asked the question. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to see a lot of these questions, you know, as if like it's already been confirmed kind of thing. Yeah. People people are trying to get um, really clever with the way they're asking questions. Right. I mean, he could actually he could answer that. He could say, well, the last we knew she lived in Tokyo. Yeah. And he would be honest. You know, he'd be 100 percent right. So you can avoid the subject if you wish. Yeah. And next is from Nathan James at Nathan five six four seven seven five five six. When are you going to release the deleted scenes for season one and season two of Cobra Kai? If an official DVD Blu-ray comes together, hopefully you'll see them there. And was Nathan on the nose or what? Um, because what November twelfth, I believe it is. Yes. November 12th, we are getting seasons one and two on DVD uh, with all of these bonus contents, which, again, we plan to do a bonus episode going over some of those stuff. Yes, and the I, I don't care what else is in this footage. I want to see Johnny and Daniel walking down the street arguing about which of them is sober enough to drive. Yeah, and also uh, at this point, at least, uh, again, I haven't gone through um, all of the tweets yet. But as far as we know, it's only on DVD, no Blu-ray. Uh, I know there's, you know, people are kind of demanding for something higher quality. Well, if you subscribe to premium, you're already getting the 1080p already. I, I'm sure 
Um, people would prefer the physical copy, which is fine, but it's like, hey, it took us long enough to get these on DVD. Uh, but I, I feel, uh, as, uh, as far as we know uh, about the special features, I think those are worth it alone. Um, I've already pre-ordered on Amazon and I can't wait to get my copy. Yes, and the cover art being the mural from the side of the bar is right. phenomenal. I cannot wait to see the packaging on this. Now, I don't know if it's like um, limited quali- uh, quantity, uh, like the first whatever, but um, there's I, I saw something where you're going to get that reversible headband. So I don't think that's going to come with all of them. So I would just say be safe and pre-order now so you don't lose out on that if you want it. Right. Next question comes from Frankie Capello at The Armed Wither. John Hurwitz, are there going to be Cobra Kai Funko Pops? You'll have to ask Original Funko. I know I'd buy them. I would too. The answer to that question, actually answered since then, and I don't know that he's addressed it, is yes. Alrighty. Because Funko announced that in one of their newsletters uh, about a week and a half ago. Oh, very awesome. Yes. We don't know who, we don't know when, but they were, what what their newsletter said was that they already were available for sale on the official site, and they are not. I think they sent the newsletter a little too soon. If I had to guess, I think it's safe to say, at the very least, Johnny and Daniel. I was going to say something very rude. I was going to say old Johnny and Daniel, but they're not old. Older. Older, Older Johnny and Daniel. Adult Johnny and Daniel. I, I don't know if Funko Pop would make them look any different if they were young Johnny and Daniel versus the older Johnny and Daniel. Well, I'm sitting here looking at Han Solo from Return of the Jedi and Han Solo from The Force Awakens, which are also sitting on my desk. And the older Han has lines under his eyes. Just one line under each eye. <laughs> okay. And it, I don't know how they're going to do that to either of these guys because... They're so freaking young looking that that wouldn't be appropriate anyway. Right. And neither of their hair's gotten any much grayer. So I think they, you know. Daniel's got some gray at the temples, which is perfectly fine. Perfectly very fine, actually. (laughs) All right. Hey, now. (laughs) Moving moving along. Please. (laughs) Uh, Image blown out. At image blown out. Why wasn't the old apartment complex torn down like what was happening in part three? And is there any chance at all that Daniel calls on Julie for some help? Mr. Hurwitz says the community must have saved the building because when we were scouting in the valley, it was still there. As for Julie, any character from the Binyagi-verse has the potential to show up at some point. Um, I have to take a, a small exception. It, no one ever said they were tearing the building down. Daniel asked Mrs. Milo what was happening, and she said, Progress. That was her answer. She never said they were tearing it down. So, for all we know, they were just remodeling it, which obviously they were. That's fair. Absolutely. Yeah. And clearly, I mean, we saw it in season one, episode nine, different but same. So, yeah. Right. The there. South Seas is still standing there. So, go for it. All right. And Kid84 at Sweep the Leg 84. This is Jen. Obviously, you can't tell us, but. Is there anything in the upcoming season that is going to shock us like the school fight did? Nothing that will shock you in the exact same way the school fight did, but prepare to be shocked. Color me intrigued. (laughs) That tweet there. Color me terrified. Oh, no. Um, (laughs) Every time they... I mean, they told us that we would riot at the end of season two, and 
then there was a riot at the end of season two. So yeah, my I mean, I, I was depleted of all emotions. So I had no energy or adrenaline to riot. Right. Yeah. Too too exhausted at that point. Mm hmm. And next question is from Damien at Damien QN. How close is Hawk and Johnny relation? Does it get more personal or just only student sensei? Perhaps if Johnny had given Hawk as much attention as he gave Miguel, things would have been different between them at uh, the end of season two. That's a very good point. Mm -hmm. And next question is from at Jonathan Laura. When does principal photography start on season three? And I need a set visit invite since you've been shooting back in Atlanta. Oh, somebody's entitled. Um, we, he, he didn't say that. I did. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mr. Hobbes replies, we begin shooting season three on September 3rd. We had our table read for episodes 301 and 302 yesterday. Oh my gosh, This that, that dates this Q&A so much. It does. Uh, the day of this Q&A, I was up in the air on my way to Atlanta for and, uh, my set uh, visit invite. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was sitting in an airport scared shitless of getting on an airplane for the first time. For the first so, time, yeah. It was all worth it, wasn't it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do it again in a heartbeat. Ditto. All right, and the next question comes from this chick named Brianna at Brianna25. Did you get the longer filming schedule for season three that everyone was wanting, or is it looking like you're going to be crunched for time like last year? We have six days to shoot each episode this year instead of five. So of course we decided to write an even more ambitious season, which will probably have us dealing with the same time crunch. <laughs> you know what? That is a writer's conundrum. When you get what you need... You push it so far that then you need more than you needed before. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to that in terms of a television show, but I can absolutely relate to that. I can relate to that as a podcaster. I am, you know, continuously always looking for content to produce just to put things out. Um, I think there was one point in one month I put out like six or seven episodes, you know, and people average one episode a week. Right. All right, and next question is from Cobra Kai Mom Mandy. Uh, is it true that Central Casting is doing the background casting? Yes, Central Casting in Atlanta is casting background this year, so those looking to be extras should be reaching out to them instead of me on Twitter. Smiley face. Right. Um, and it, to be fair, I have seen so many people ask him for acting jobs in the last, you know, two years. He's so patient. Yeah, he really is. I, I couldn't do this without being sassy. <laughs> we love Sassy Peter. Yeah, I you know, I forgot that name. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, I'm, I'm being a little sassy to some of these questions. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And that was the, oh, hang on. He wrapped it up, but then there he slipped in another one. And this is from the Drunken Dork. Hey, it's Tom. Look at that. Hey, Tom. We all know that Cobra Kai is the best show on television, and it should be watched by anyone and everyone. But once they finish it, which television shows, both recent and classic, would you recommend folks watch while they wait for the debut of season three? I'm likely to rattle off a list of shows everyone knows they should see, so to keep it short, I'll say Oz for classic and sex education for recent. Has Oz reached age enough to be classic at this point? 
I would say anything past 10 years is probably called considered classic. Oh my god. 15 years? Well, 20 the music years. I the music I grew up listening to is now played on oldies stations. So. See? Yeah. Oh, we'll my figure gosh. it out. All right, so that was the end of the August 30th Q&A. So the first question on September 24th came from at AC Patterson 975. The mall that was used in season two, episode five looks a lot like the mall that was used in season three of Stranger Things. Was that episode filmed at the same mall? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, Stranger Things was filmed in a, in a much fancier mall than the one we used on Cobra Kai. They had multiple floors. Was it a one-floor mall at the mall fight? Hmm. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Um, Was it? Say, the food court definitely felt like it had two floors, so if it only had one, they did a great job filming. I think it was Gianni that that even kind of question how the heck did they even bring in this uh i forgot what he maybe it was like the the, the big crane you know for the camera and stuff to to be shot in in the mall um, right for the overhead shots yeah uh very interesting i it, it looked okay but i guess we only saw like a comic book store in the food court and i oh, mean i true. guess i guess i can kind of see it that yeah, i guess it was one floor yeah, I guess I just assumed because food courts usually are two stories. I just assumed that it was. Yeah, we have a one. One of our malls is also a one floor mall, and it's like the it's not very popular. It's the least popular one that people go to. The mall that I was just at today, um, because we went over to Spencer's again, um, was actually full of teenagers hanging out on a Saturday, mm. and it was like, oh my gosh, it's literally 1986 in this town still. Well, I mean, our two other malls um, that are the three-story malls, those are always flooded with people. Yeah, people still go to the mall in, in Portland. It's so weird because, I mean, they're shutting them down all over the country. Yeah, not not these two. Um, they are doing very well. I, I, I the, la- the last time I went to them, I don't think any of them really had any closures. Oh, wow. All right, and next question comes from Johnny the Dragon Cage at Black Pilled Page. Will you be filming anywhere else besides Atlanta? Hopefully. Smiley face. Yeah, smiley face indeed. <laughs> where uh, where else do you think they hope to film? Um Okinawa? Yeah. Hawaii? Hawaii, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um Does Atlanta have a Chinatown? J J Town? K Town? Any of those? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Also, I mean, I would say that they are most likely going to be filming in L.A. again, too. Yeah. Because there are certain things that can only be done in L.A., like Ventura Boulevard. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question then comes from the drunken dork again. Hi, Tom. Oh, look at that. See, Tom's everywhere. I'm laid out with a cold and my doctor refused to prescribe any antibiotics. What's your best home remedy? P.S. I'm willing to give hot toddies a try. To which Mr. Hurwitz replies, I have no good solution for a cold. No matter what I take, the cold rages on. Would imagine rest would help. Try that. I don't think they give antibiotics for colds or the flu anymore at all because it was actually causing antibiotic resistance, which was a much worse thing than a cold. Hmm. So... 
Interesting. Yeah, I didn't get my shot this season. I never get the flu shot. I forgot. The kids did. Yeah, I my kids don't get it. I don't get it. Um, because it, the way our bodies react to the vaccine, I get the flu way worse from the shot than I do if my kids bring it home from school. Interesting. Uh, next question is from Ruth Lucy at Flying Mammal. If you could use a different logo for Miyagi dough, what would it be, or is the bonsai perfect? Don't mess with perfection. Don't touch my bonsai, <laughs> and don't, don't change my lotus. Unless you, you know, want to do something and incorporate the cobra into the logos, you know, and unify the dojos. I'm good with that. Well, we can't after the events of season two, but we'll see. I mean, maybe down the road. Yeah, or maybe we'll come up with some, you know, mishmash of Variation. Johnny and Daniel. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Next question comes from Pin at Power Chamber YT. Is Tori back in season three? Any character you've seen in the past has the potential to return. You'll have to watch to find out. I always wonder, you know, because I, I watch people asking the questions as these Q&As go on, and I... I try to keep my questions kind of out of left field and weird intentionally. Mm -hmm. He gets just inundated with questions that everyone at this point should know he's not going to answer. Right. So why do they keep asking? Mm -hmm. I, I, and I, I will channel our beloved Tom for a moment here. You keep asking the questions, but you don't want to know the answers. That's right. And well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't want to know the answers. Really, you sh no. Yeah. You shouldn't want to know the answers. Right. So stop. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and stop spoiling people when you find certain things out that's not put out there too. PSA. <clears throat> stop digging for things that you were never supposed to see. Right. Anyway, next question is from Ari Kagan at Ari Kagan. I knew Cobra Kai would be a hit from the day it was announced, but does it still surprise you how popular it is? I continue to be grateful for and blown away by how many people have seen and enjoyed the show. I'm equally blown away by how many Karate Kid fans that haven't even heard of it. And same goes for me too. Um, you know, I've shared the story when I went to Rose City Comic Con last year and there was a gal dressed up, you know, as, as, uh, Daniel from the tournament, um, in the first movie and she at the time said that she will not watch the show because of, you know, the glimpses she saw of Daniel and she was scared of how he was going to be portrayed um, on the show. At the time, I also convinced her to at least watch the first two episodes and, you know, we didn't exchange contact. So hopefully she came through on that. Um, I've said before, my fear was just that they were going to mess it up because I've been burned so many times. Right. On properties that I loved getting rebooted and destroyed. And then when I found out that, you know, Ralph and Billy were back, I was like, well, they wouldn't come back just to destroy it. No, and, and I'm sure you followed them well enough uh, beforehand, so you knew if they were back, then everything should be good. Well, I followed Ralph. I didn't follow <laughs> Billy till I started watching the show. <laughs> well, you didn't have to say all that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I started watch. I, I started following Ralph when I was voting for him on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of gotta. All right. And the next question from Dan J at Stucky42. 
I know this is outside of Q&A time, John Hurwitz, but is Cobra Kai better with or without Mr. Miyagi? Serious question from a serious fan. Well, let's see if his answer was serious. He replies, in our minds, Mr. Miyagi is an important character on our show. Without his presence, the show would suffer greatly. Yeah, I think so. I mean, especially, uh, you know, Daniel representing, you know, Miyagi-Do. Yeah, and and one of the complaints that I have, it's a ridiculous complaint, because how exactly are they supposed to fix it? Um, People complaining that Mr. Miyagi is just a ghost. What else is he supposed to be? Have him reply in an echo? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's something that can't be fixed. And I know that, you know, Ralph has said that he was very insistent that that Pat and Mr. Miyagi be very present. And I believe they are. Yeah, I think so. I think Mr. Miyagi is a huge character. He's 95% of Daniel's motivation. So I don't think that Cobra Kai exists without him. You're I think he's yin and a yang. huge part of it. Yeah. Yes. The Sith and the uh, the Jedi. Yeah, but which is which is up for debate okay, at this point. Right. Well, I'm gonna do like Dimitri and say, you know, that was probably a bad. Uh, what what was he say about the, the Game of Thrones? You know, when when he brought that up and it was in it. it should have picked a better analogy. There we go. That, I, and I, that's what I should have done. <laughs> Maybe not go with <laughs> Sith and Jedi. <laughs> All right, next question is from Sandra Z at Sandra Kitty 5. When you had the idea for the Daniel Johnny test drive scene, was the song in mind always take it on the run, or were there other contenders? There were other contenders, but nothing else felt quite right. We played the scene with various submissions from our music supervisor, and nothing came close. And I feel like he might have mentioned... At least one of those contenders in a previous Q and A. Um, this episode that we're recording now is actually Cobra Kai News number thirteen. So if you're a newer listener of this, go back and listen to these o- older ones. You know, the, you might actually hear some different nuggets that are no longer being talked about because now we're on season three. Well, now I do remember Schlossberg on the Facebook group saying um giving an alternate for head games yes but i i don't remember anything about an alternative for take it on the run i could be misremembering and mixing those two up um there are certain scenes in cobra kai that uh, to me and to many fans are sacred and untouchable the boys singing Take It on the Run in the Challenger is absolutely one of those scenes. So if there were any other contenders, I'm glad that they all got eliminated immediately. Yeah, I think I think that was perfect. Yes, I that and, and head games. I can't even think other than that. All right. And the next question is again from Johnny the Dragon Cage. And it says quite simply, very basically, do you like this? And then it is a picture of... <laughs> A karate's bad boy tournament terror hawk and it is a recreation of the picture of mike barnes from a karate magazine that uh, terry silver is looking at in the back of his limousine mm-hmm. uh, to which mr herwood says yes i love all cobra kai series fan art the creativity and talent of this fan base constantly impresses me as uh, as it does me 
Oh, I will second that, third that, fourth that wholeheartedly. The amount of talent in the artists in this fandom just, I fall at all of their feet. Yeah, and uh, I fall at yours. Your your, um, graphics are quite amazing themselves. Oh, don't do that. (laughs) Oh, and here's this Brianna chick again. Okay. I just realized I've asked basically the same question three times in a row. How's shooting going? (laughs) Is everything pretty smooth or have there been any major bumps in the road? Any major or minor rewrites so far? You're kind of like me, that one one night in Atlanta where I said something like three different ways, which was like all the same question or something. I don't know. Yeah, when we said that you were one die job away from being blonde. (laughs) Well, I think that was the response to what I was doing. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Hurwood says, the shoot has been amazing. Typical bumps in the road. Lightning storms have delayed shooting a couple times, which was frustrating. We were constantly rewriting throughout production, sometimes for story, other times for practicality, but all for the better. And I know from experience that John does not like when things go awry. I, I, I do know that when the big three came on to uh, our show, we had a little bit of a hiccup to kind of start off them, you know, that interview. And uh, he he was pretty upset. You know, um, I, I couldn't call through his Skype. I couldn't call through his phone. So we ended up going with what we were hoping to avoid, which was uh, on speaker. And But they sounded great. But um, he, he seemed pretty apologetic about it. I'm like, hey, look, things happen. But... I I got to see how frustrated he can get. I would imagine to do what he does for a living, you have to have a certain measure of type A personality. And, and a lot of patience. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, being upset when things are not working exactly and, you know, running the risk of all of your stars getting struck by lightning, I would imagine would not be fun. Yeah, and I mean, we've all seen Back to the Future. That's a movie. Nobody's going to travel in time if you get struck. Well, no. Channel 4 p.m. Unless you're maybe hanging out in a hot tub and you get struck by lightning. Then you never know what happens. Well, you have to have a can of Chernobyl first. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right. Next question is from... uh, It's someone who has changed their name for Halloween, and I am not going to be able to pronounce this correctly. It's Shaunt now (laughs) it sounds pretty good um and it's at gutter hero karate kid 2 ends johnny's fight with larusso in the same parking lot as the one in which johnny has a literal run-in with another larusso in the pilot kick-starting their confrontation again was this poetry coincidence or intentional intentional that's uh, yeah i would have i you can't do something like that on accident a lot of things are deliberate but the slightest of things, those could be maybe nods, maybe Easter eggs, or poetic uh, co- poetic coincidence, or perfect coincidence. I don't know. But either way, there's very little of that so far, I feel. I mean, well, there was one, the drum <laughs> on the door, season one. The drum was an accident that only you heard. You, you, you didn't have to add that. You you really didn't. I know. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm to evil. be fair, to be fair, Hayden said it was for me. Well, it was an inside joke. Yeah, he also said that the rock says here lies Sato. <laughs> he, he did say that. Yeah. So take that for what it's worth. 
Mm-hmm. Next question from Andrew Patterson at AC Patterson 975. Since Cobra Kai and Stranger Things are both filmed in Atlanta, do you know if anyone involved in Cobra Kai ever bumped into anyone involved with Stranger Things during when both Cobra Kai season two and Stranger Things season three were filming? We have tons of overlapping crew, including our stunt coordinator, Ihiro Koda. He and his stunt team didn't sleep last year. Gosh, I mean... Yeah, they had a crazy year. Uh, However, just throw it in there, um, Owen Morgan made an appearance. I was going to say they also share cast members. So, Yeah. yeah, it worked out very well. All right. And next question is from Amy D. Reading a Ms. Marvel comic this weekend and a familiar logo popped up. Do you find it awesome, funny, or just plain cool to see the Karate Kid fandom in other medias, probably more so than ever, thanks to some of it being on the show? And this looks like some kind of a robotic something or other wearing the Lotus headband. Yeah, it looks pretty cool, actually. It does. It's got glowing eyeballs. They're blue, though, not brown, so that's wrong. Right. But, you know. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Herwood says, we love it when Karate Kid or Cobra Kai references pop up in other media. We equally enjoy shouting out stuff that we're fans of on our show. Right. Like Game of Thrones and Game Breaking Thrones. Bad. Yeah. Yep. All of that. Yeah. Um, and in our group, we kind of went over some of the uh, recent movies that have nodded toward, you know, to like the hot tub time machine and Cobra Kai. Like Aquaman. Aquaman, uh, apparently uh, uh, Dead, Deadpool 2, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, Lego Movie 2. Uh, I forget the exact title, but there's a nod to um, Hot Tub Time Machine in there. Oh, awesome. And I think and I think Infinity Wars or one of the Avengers, I feel they dropped the title of Hot Tub Time Machine because they were talking about time traveling. Oh, well, I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, so you would know better than me. Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm a shitty geek. Anyway. Uh, next question from Ron Herrera at RonPup74. Can I have the Cobra Kai Dodge Challenger at the end of the series? You're not the first to ask. Hundreds of others have called dibs. I would imagine first dibs goes to the person who owns it. Which is the prop department? Well, I don't know. Because remember when we asked when when we asked why they changed from the the challenger rt to the mopar challenger you asked (laughs) okay when i asked why they switched from the rt to the mopar he said that it was because the person who owned the rt didn't want a paint job so i don't know if the show actually owns it Hmm. good point that's a good question we should ask him that next time or you can (laughs) why why do i always have to ask the car questions because you knew more about the cars than anybody else on Twitter. I'd the very look, the first time that my earliest memory of you was the the, the Hemi question, the, the the thing about the engine in one of these Q and A's. Why does the car salesman not know there is no such thing as a five point eight liter Hemi? Yes, it's something to that effect. And me and Tom were just like, "What?" <laughs> That's in one of the Q and A's. Yes, it it was. It was a. He answered me, and it was a good answer. I like. I forget it. the answer, but um. Do you remember? Um, is something about that the dialogue, the conversation fit, and it should have been rewritten, but they never got like got back to it. 
basically ah. it was a mea culpa. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I can imagine that Daniel was just screwing with Johnny and Johnny passed the test. See? So. Yeah, there you go. And next question is John Lim at B Moving Forward. Hi, John. Always wondered, did Daniel stay in touch or run into the other Cobra Kai alum we saw return in season two? It seems like he would have buried the hatchet with Bobby, Tommy, or Jimmy much easier than Johnny. Or did they just never cross paths? Good luck with season three. To which Mr. Hurwitz replies, good question. Perhaps that's something we'll cover in the future. Looks like John might have given John a, a little a little epiphany there. <laughs> well, it, it's it's the perhaps, you know. But it is a good question, absolutely. Well, and we also know from your interview with Ron Thomas that in the original draft of The Karate Kid Part 2, Bobby and Daniel were supposed to be friends. Mm-hmm. And it just never happened. So. Oh, yeah, and... Uh, this was not recorded, and I feel like I might have brought it up, but I even um, spoke with Yuji Okamoto uh, about the ideas for C- or, um, Karate Kid Part 3 before that was made, too, and that also would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, 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 there's so many different options for Karate Kid Part 3, which would have been so much more awesome than what we got, but what we got was still pretty good. Yeah, it's it's cool. <laughs> And next is from, I, sometimes I think I'm the only person who actually, like, sees dramatic value in that movie. Everybody else just sees it as, like, you know, it, Terry is evil, wahaha. It, it is that, but also the dynamic between Miyagi and Daniel is, is very different and you know, a lot more emotional than it has been. The psychological ramifications of that movie are off the charts. Yep, those are words. Yes. those are big words okay moving on uh next is from leany drews um at leany ollie when you say season three cuts does that mean you're already almost done filming mr herbert says no we have filmed scenes from the first four episodes thus far our editors are almost done with their first cuts of episodes 301 and 302 that would mean, let's see, this was three weeks ago. So that would mean that possibly three and four are either being cut or already cut now. First cuts. So First we cuts. don't know how many cuts they typically go through for right, each episode. Right, right. Yeah. But that's progress. That's progress. Absolutely. We like that. Next question, Andrew Patterson at AC Patterson 975. Which TV sitcom dad would you rather have had as a dad growing up and why? Philip Banks from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or Red Foreman from that 70s show? To which Mr. Hurwitz says, Philip Banks, far more loving and supportive. Um, I would have to piggyback on that only because that's the show that I watched was Fresh Prince. I, I never really watched that 70s show. My parental style is closer to Red's. I, you know, tell my children I'm going to put, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kick your ass. I do it lovingly, you know. And um, when, when did that 70s show first air? Oh, Early 2000s, uh, late, 90s? late 90s. Okay. So for the first two decades, uh, Red Foreman, I, I knew as Clarence Boddicker from Robocop that I, I would not want that man to be my father. <laughs> oh, well, no, because he was the bad guy. Right. So, you know, again, for two decades, that's that's the way I, I saw him. So, um, again, not a show that I watched, but the little bit of it I saw while channel surfing, 
I was thinking to myself, that's crazy. He's playing the father. You know, it's so that's again, Philip Banks would be the, the go to for me. Oh, OK. Well, I liked Uncle Phil. Yeah, Uncle Phil was great. And also James Avery was the voice of Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Red Foreman was very accurate to a 70s dad, though. Okay. He really was. All right. And next is a Spooky Liberty at Thomas Liberty. I don't think his name was Spooky Liberty at the time he asked this question. Um, the seasonal name changes on Twitter just mess with me. <laughs> Will Dimitri get into any good fights in season three? It's Cobra Kai. Pretty much everybody will get into good fights. Yeah. I mean, why would they give us bad fights? What what would be a bad fight? Right, right. Yeah, it's always it's always going to be a good fight, a big fight, um, earth shattering. Yeah. One may say it's a bad fight if they are dis- dissatisfied with the outcome, but that's you know not the the show's fault. You know what? That's true because Daniel's opinion on whether or not the Halloween fight was good or bad depends on which part of it you're talking about. Same with Johnny. Yeah. Johnny probably thinks the first half of that fight was awesome, and Daniel much prefers the last minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Next question is from A. Miller at Milleropolis. Miguel's family is Ecuadorian. Do we see the Latin presence more significantly in season three? How much does this matter to the story, such as Daniel's background as an Italian-American? You will continue... To see the Latin presence, it's important to us that our characters feel specific and real and that we portray the diversity of Los Angeles. That said, our stories usually tend to focus more on interpersonal dynamics than our characters' ethnicities. I don't think Daniel being Italian ever really mattered to the story. Did it? I don't think so. I mean, even Ralph will say the whole reason his name is LaRusso is because as soon as he got the part, John Avildsen said he needed more vowels. Right. Yeah, I I, I just, I always thought that, you know, Daniel is Italian because Ralph Macchio is Italian. That yeah. It just, it wasn't, so wasn't really part of it. But. Right. Kind of like, um, I mean, I mean, and this, I don't know how close this might be, but there's that uh, recent uh, rom-com on Netflix called Always Be My Maybe. They were Asian-American, but that had nothing to do with those characters. That's just who they were. Right. And and I know representation is incredibly important to Sholo as it should be, you know, as it absolutely should be. Representation is important to everyone. Everyone wants to see themselves represented in media. But again, Miguel being Latino isn't really important to anybody other than Crease when he's being really nasty and racist about it. Right. So... Uh, next question comes from Scotty P at Scotty P six eight four nine. I hope Yasmin returns in season three. So much could be done with her character. We consider every character that's appeared on Cobra Kai an important part of our universe. You'll find that even when someone doesn't show up in the season, there's always a possibility they'll return. If Louie comes back, I swear to God. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, there can be so many things done with any character, so... Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't... I mean, if Louis came back, I would just accept him because he's part of the lore and he's part of the, the canon and he absolutely has a place in it. Um, And it would, you know, I would get to scream obscenities about Louis a little bit more. Right. I need to scream obscenities about more characters. I don't have enough. Yeah, we, we, story, uh, Louis' story is not done. We... we I, I'm... 
I'm pretty confident that he will show up again. <laughs> Anoush had better. Oh, I miss Anoush so. I already miss Anoush so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see him again, too. Okay, next question comes from Simon at Outroversion. John Hurwitz, any idea if anything new is happening American pie-wise in the future? No immediate plans. Hopefully we'll get to play with those characters again one day. He tagged American pie. Yeah. um, Say they were just American reunion, weren't they? They were, but that's part of the franchise. Right. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the same characters, and that's the one mm-hmm. most people think of them, I guess, associated with. I I, I think so, but um, yeah, uh, the, the the reunion for those that haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It was it was definitely one of my favorites, uh, one and four. Like I I barely remember two and three to be honest with you. Oh, and they had so many. They had what band camp, and then some and kind all, of all summer of something. Yeah, yeah. band camp, uh, naked mile, the one about the book. Anyway, yeah, it, they're all what you expect as a straight-to-home um, sequel with Stifler's little brother. Right. Who was, you know, so they were fine. I enjoyed them all. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've i only seen, I think, one and four. And the wedding. What number was the wedding? Three. Okay, so I've seen one, three, and four. I need to watch more movies. <laughs> we will be watching more movies. There we, Well... The movies we're planning to watch or the movies that you said we were planning to watch, I've already watched most of them. Odds are. Yeah. Well, well, we're revisiting them. There we go. There we go. All right. And here is this drunken dork guy again. Hi, Tom. See, even though he's not on the show anymore, he's still on the show. (laughs) He is very much a presence. What, if any kind of input, did the writers of the show have in IDW Publishing's Cobra Kai comic book? For instance, did they have to submit it to you to make sure the continuity was correct? We are in the loop at every stage of the comic. We told them early on that we didn't want them creating canon, but we get to see the artwork and read the scripts as they are finished. Just saw the cover for issue three. Looks awesome. That team is doing an amazing job. Um, This answer actually made me very, very happy because IDW, I believe it was, had put out a press release, something about the comics being canon. Okay. And it scared a whole bunch of people, me included, because we, you know, coming from the Star Wars fandom for the longest time, we considered the EU to be canon. And one of the reasons that I myself loathed the prequels as much as I do Mm-hmm. is because it stomped all over what had been established in EU, like Boba Fett's backstory and Darth Vader's backstory. And I didn't want to see that happening to Karate Kid franchise. I didn't want Johnny's version of the story trumping the truth. So right. it's very. it made me very happy to find out that that's not going to happen. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'll still be highly entertained. I need to open them and read them at some point. Yeah, we'll get there. We will. And next question from Jeffrey Wallazer Jr. at J. Wallazer Jr. John, I know you're a Sopranos guy, but are you excited for El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie? Beyond excited. And I agree, even though I saw it yesterday. (laughs) So. I don't really care about the Breaking Bad movie. I do, especially after having seen Michael Gandolfini on The Deuce. 
Mm -hmm. I am looking very, very forward to the Sopranos prequel. I think he's going to be a fantastic Tony. All right. Yeah, I I didn't watch Sopranos. You didn't watch The Sopranos. I don't watch Breaking Bad. So we both we we fail at equal sides of this (laughs) this question. Um, Yeah, but Michael Gandolfini is actually incredibly good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And he's on a show with Ralph. So that makes it even better, right? Yeah, I would say so. Next question from John Limbo at John Limbo 1878. John Hurwitz, love Cobra Kai. Did William and Ralph have much say in the scripts of each episode? We plan the stories and discuss their individual character arcs with them before writing. They give us their feedback. We then write the scripts and they give more feedback once they read them. We're typically very much on the same page and the adjustments are minor. That's awesome. I like that. That is. That is. And I mean, they've, uh, uh, Ralph at least has mentioned that the two things that, that the two things he's been vocal about having a problem with uh, were Daniel being a car salesman, which worked out and it was perfect. And he ended up saying, yeah, no, the way they went with it was perfect. And he is about as happy with the way Daniel treated Robbie in episode 10 as everyone else is. Mm hmm. Which is to say, not in the slightest. Okay. So, but I'm sure that once again, once we see the outcome of all of this, it will make sense. And it's not out of character. Right. At all. Yeah. It's just disappointing. Oh, absolutely. Oof. Yeah. And next question from JJ at JJ Gomez 560. Would you ever have someone from the Harold and Kumar franchise make an appearance on Cobra Kai? Absolutely. But as an entirely new character. And I like that, too, and that tracks. That's something he has said before that, um, you know, he doesn't want characters from other properties on the show just because, you know, that kind of just convolutes the the universe. Oversaturates? Convolutes? I don't know. Could you imagine NPH showing up on Cobra Kai? That would be amazing. He, he would probably be hanging out with Stingray, I'd imagine. Uh, who? How could... I mean, that would be... Just like the most amazing thing, because then there's also the connection between Ralph and Billy and NPH from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, that would be all kinds of uh, just awesome as it, you know, bends and twists and weaves around. It'd be funny if NPH calls him Billy and Johnny's like, who? (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, I thought you were somebody else. (laughs) Fourth wall says what? Yeah. Yeah, um, (laughs) All right. And that was the end of that particular Q&A. And then we jump again forward to October 9th. First question on this one comes from Spooky Liberty at Thomas Liberty. Will season three be even more badass than it was in season one and two? We certainly haven't dialed the badassery down at all. Why would they? Yeah. I mean, turned down for what? Right. <laughs> you you don't set the bar lower with every season, right? You know because that song, then... right? Oh, if, okay. yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm All not right. that old. Thank okay. you. Okay. Uh, and I have th- children. Th- my joke just didn't land very, very hard. Okay. No, I, I yeah, I have All children. Right. So, you know. <laughs> have you seen the video? Yes. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, press and watch the video. Well, when we all watched it for the first time together, I go, you're never watching this again. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not for appropriate kids. for children. No, right. That would not have made, that would not have made the cut onto MTV in the 80s. <laughs> no. 
And that's saying a lot because we had some weird shit on MTV in the 80s. Anyway. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, next question from Mike Oppelganger at the MAC. Do you guys feel like you have stepped up the action quality even more than last season, which was already amazing? We have the same Emmy-nominated stunt team returning, and we've been putting them to work. I mean, clearly, they didn't sleep all that season. <laughs> no, no. And, and you know, they... It sounds like they're still not sleeping. <laughs> right? Sleep is for the week. You know, I think Hito and Janelle are very friendly people. They, I think they should at least get a couple hours. I mean, you know, let's, let's start there and then maybe give them a day next season. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah give mean, them a day off here and there. <laughs> <laughs> next question, Rod Thompson Nevermore, at the Rod Thompson. I wonder what these people's names are the other 11 months of the year. Anyway, do any of the actors or actresses from the movie Cocktail appear in this season? And I do have to say that the gif is very sneaky and eyebrow raising. I would agree with that, uh, which Mr. Hurwitz says, Coughlin's Law, never confirm or deny any potential returning cast members on Cobra Kai. Um, I've never seen him invoke uh, Coughlin's Law. No. No, I believe this is the first. Yeah. So I've never heard of this law, but I like it. Right. but And, and also, once again, Rod Thompson Nevermore, or whatever your name was, you know, three weeks ago. Excellent phrasing of the question. It's a good one. But he's still not going to answer you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like that that is the first of its kind, you know, because um, th- there's so many ways you're going to ask it. Right. I mean, what's he going to come back and say? Oh, well, yeah, Tom Cruise is going to show up. Yeah. We're trying to get Tom Cruise and maybe Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I, I revealed too much. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, next question. Todd H. at Todd's TV Stuff. I would love to read the pilot script. Any chance you guys will make that available somewhere for all of us to read? I believe the first two seasons are available to read in the WGA's library would have to look into putting scripts online elsewhere. Um, I know for sure that season one is. Uh, I, I didn't see... This is the first I've seen him mention season two, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, this was the first for me, too. I was like, oh, I guess they went ahead and put season two in there, too. Awesome, yeah. Uh, next question from Alicia Marie at SPN Misha Love. Writer's block. Does it happen with y'all for Cobra Kai? Writer's block happens to all writers, but having the luxury of a talented writing staff helps keep the train moving. And I would love to be a fly on that wall. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I again, I know you don't watch uh, Breaking Bad, but um, there's no. a podcast called uh, Breaking Bad Insider. Uh, it's hosted by Kelly Dixon, who is one of the um, editors of Breaking Bad. And it's her and Vince Gilligan, the creator of the show. They're on there all the time. And... Uh, each episode, they go in and they kind of give you the behind the scenes, uh, you, you know, kind of like the stuff that we try to find out ourselves on, you know, for our pod. Mm-hmm. And um, that podcast is is like being a fly on the wall in the writing room just because of like all the be- insight that they give us and, you know, the, the different writers and cast members that they'll have uh, as a guest, you know, from episode to episode. So it's pretty cool. So have you seen Breaking Bad and is looking for... Um, a podcast, obviously, Tom and I, we have gushed over Bald Move. Uh, they do um, a, a coverage on their show, but also Breaking Bad Insider, which are the, the people themselves. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. 
I wish that I could be the official. We're not going there. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and here's this Brianna chick again. Yay. And she asks, did Johnny and Daniel ever make it back to the dealership to fill out the paperwork for the Challenger, or has Johnny been driving Daniel's car all this time? Johnny tends to operate exclusively in handshake deals, which we talked about in our last review. You know what that says to me? What does that say to you? Johnny's been driving Daniel's car all this time. Okay. Because you can't do a handshake deal for a car. This is true. So so if that, let's just say nobody stole the Challenger off of the beach, and if it gets towed, they're calling Daniel. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Maybe. But that's what would happen, yeah? I don't know. We'll we'll maybe find out. What's what's Daniel what's Daniel who, gonna do? Wait, who's, they re- tow the, who's answering they, for for John Hurwitz here? Me or you? You are. You are. <laughs> but I'm just thinking it, it, what on earth would Daniel do if all of a sudden they tow the Cobra Kai mobile back into LaRusso Auto? I don't know, maybe he'll replace it with uh, Lotus decals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Look, hey, uh, graphic artist people, let's make that happen. Let's let's see a Lotus version of the um of the Challenger. There we go. <laughs> Somebody make a Miyagi Do Challenger. There's got to be an answer. Rick, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> uh, next question from Lila Kane at Ultio Cruenta. Nailed it. Did I really? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know who that is. I mean, I've seen the name before. Yeah, Lila Kane. Um, I think a lot of people have asked this, but any news about a Blu-ray version of the collector's edition of Cobra Kai Season 1 and Season 2? Many of us would like to have the best of the best format to watch the show continuously. I might have problems. And, yeah, so we, we kind of brought this up, but here's the answer. He says, I asked powers that be about this, and it was strictly a business decision. Retailers have limited real estate in stores and would only make featured shelf space for one format. Research showed DVDs would be the bigger seller. For highest quality, would pay for download. Right, and and I do know that there are official Blu-ray releases, um, definitely in Australia. Season 1 has been released on Blu-ray. I don't think it has any special features. Right. Um, but I believe it's also region free. Yeah, I, I'm one of those that I, I would love Blu-ray if it's ever available. But if you think back when Friends first came out as a box set, it was DVD only. Um, Blu-ray came out sometime way after. Um, Quantum Leap, a show that I love, uh, that came out on DVD. Uh, they released it you know, by, by seasons, like every few months. And I think just not too long ago, I've, I saw all five seasons available for Blu-ray. So I'm just going to have two versions, whatever. You know, I, I don't mind. I, I don't mind spending the money to some, for something that I love and support it. Right. And to me, you know, the, the question for the last year and a half from everyone, it's been clamoring and, you know, demanding DVD or Blu-ray. Just give us physical release. Give us physical release with special features. We got almost everything that we asked for. Mm-hmm. We're just missing one format. Right. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm more than happy. You know, just uh, patience is a virtue. Right. I mean, absolutely. If we were to, I mean, I guess if you asked us last season, 
Um, you know, and he's always said as much, like, don't rule it out. You know, we hope that it will become a thing. I'm sure we'll eventually get Blu-ray. It's, we just got to play the waiting game. Um, right. Again, if you want the, the best best quality available, you can pay for the downloads, which they're available, or you pay for the premium on YouTube and stream it there and download. And you know what? I have a 4K version of The Karate Kid that I can't even watch in 4K because my equipment is so old that it doesn't support it. So I watch the old version anyway. So do I. <laughs> I have the 4K version. I don't have a 4K player. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, my technology needs to keep to catch up with the technology. Yeah, I I will probably buy a 4K Blu-ray player sometime soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have an Xbox. I guess I could watch it on there a bit. I mean, my, my TV is 4K, but my Blu-ray player isn't. But it's still up. I don't know. You know what? I don't know the technicalities of that stuff. I don't either. I know nothing about AV. Uh, next question is Lila Kane again. Ultio Cruenta. Fans thirst are great, and I know you can't give spoilers, but any news about a teaser trailer seeing one soon would make our day. Yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, to which Mr. Hurwood says, I don't have the trailer game planned yet. Unfortunately, I'd be surprised if there's anything before 2020. Which tracks? Because um, when we got season two, that was in February? Uh, No, we got the season one trailer at the end of February. We got the season two trailer at the beginning of March. Really? Okay. February sticks in my mind, but you'd remember best. Well, the big trailer was actually the end of March because huh. you had me on for that episode after Carrie and I had done the C2E2, and that was the last weekend of March. Got it. Okay. So I would say, and, and there have been a lot of questions about trailers and things like that. You guys are kind of wasting your breath and wasting your typing and wasting your time. It's kind of like people asking, oh, my God, when's it going to be released? Can we let them finish filming it first? Yeah, they're not even halfway through at this point. Yeah, small request. Just let them finish filming it before we start asking them when it's going to be done. So, I mean, just what the the, the second Q&A, he mentioned they had, the, the, the editors had just turned in their first cuts of 301 and 302. Those mm-hmm. may not even be finalized um, at this point. If they put something out, it's not even going to be. It's going to be from like the first couple of episodes, maybe. Exactly, exactly, and and it wouldn't even be in its final form. Nothing's been scored because Zach and Leo don't even get their hands on it until everything's been edited. And also, they may put something in there that's not going to make the final cut, and then you're going to have pissed off fans saying, "Hey, we saw this in the trailer. Why wasn't it on the show?" Oh, I don't know. Maybe because you guys wanted a damn trailer so early. (laughs) What's this picture of Daniel holding a piece of pie on the back of my book and why isn't it in my movie? Oh, that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we're getting a little sassy, aren't we? (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) Somebody's got to do it. Well, these guys are being too patient. Not too patient, but uh, they're being too. Yeah, they're they're holding it in pretty good. Non-snarky. Sure. There you go. Uh, Next question, Tom Jacobs at Tom Jacobs 93. When is it out? And then John Lithgow screaming, it feels like forever. It kind of does. But, you know, I mean, what do you do when you get 10 episodes in one day that are half an hour each? You know, you got to wait for another 364 days and uh, 17 hours. I can't I can't math. Uh, Like 16 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he says, John Hurwitz says, season three should drop in April or May like past seasons, but episode six of season two is free for all on YouTube starting today, uh, which is still the case at the time of this recording, but maybe by the time you hear it, it's probably going to be episode seven. Right, which comes out on Wednesday, the 13th, 14th, 15th, 17th. All right, sounds good. And wait, also, are the are the uh, previous episodes before that also still available? Are they just adding one episode per week? I thought, um, I thought that the idea was to put one episode out and then replace it with the next one the following week. I believe that they are leaving season two open. Now, I had thought that once season one was out for free, they were going to leave it open and then they were going to open season two one episode at a time. But then I've also heard that they closed season one and put it back behind the paywall. So, but I have premium, so I don't know how to check that. Me too. I guess I could log out, which would probably be the easy way to do it. Yeah, that's too much work for us. Right. <laughs> Just pay for the premium. Right, but the, there was another uh, someone else had asked him at one point, and um, he he just made you know a, a, a tweet that wasn't part of a Q and A about the first half of season two was available for free, and that was right after they had opened up season five or episode five. Mm-hmm. So at that point, everything from one through five was open. So I'm assuming that one through six is open now, and come the sixteenth, it'll be one through seven. All right. I think. Don't quote me on that. We're not recording this, right? I mean, it's being recorded. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I Next hope question. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, better, it better be, or we are in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wasted an hour and a half. Okay, so next question is from Freddie Blakely at Blakely Freddie. Do you think y'all will do more than four seasons? I hope so. That's up to Sony and YouTube. I hope I so hate too. that that yeah, I hate that that has to be his answer. I wish he could just say, "Yes. We've got a multi-year multi-season contract. That would be so fantastic." That would be great. Yeah. I, I hate the year-to-year thing. Mhm. Uh next question, Crystal Lake at Friday 13th Lake, which yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Mhm. Okay. Uh can you do a freak show spin-off movie for his fans? Asked the studio years ago and they weren't prepared for finance. No, we'd have a blast making it with Chris Maloney. Truly hilarious human. Hashtag Harold and Kumar. Uh, next question from Shadow Laius. If you could have any song for Cobra Kai and royalties or copyright wasn't an issue, which song would you choose? Probably Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. We actually had it tempt in to the start of the school fight before our composers wrote their kick-ass score. That answers the question that you had in the review of No Mercy that we recorded when you were saying that you didn't know who picked Hallway Hellscape for that fight. It was written to go with it. Mm, Okay. I don't know if I asked that, but I remember that coming up in our review. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, there you go. I do like Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it was also used in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, <laughs> as you can imagine. Probably for, yeah, it would be a completely different environment, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> since Jumanji is in an actual jungle and then um, 
you know, Cobra Kai takes place in the jungle that Welcome to the Jungle was actually about, which was Hollywood. Yep. And there's ties to it because Janelle Kerfman, uh, one of the stunt coordinators, was the uh, stunt double for uh, Karen Gillum. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She Very she cool. doubles for her. Yeah. Also in um, uh, the Marvel movies. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need to pay more attention. <laughs> you pay plenty of attention to other things. I pay plenty of attention to this thing, this one thing. Mm-hmm. That's pretty well it. But I review movies and, and stuff on my other shows, so. Yeah, but you haven't watched Never Ending Story yet, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question from Dave Prince 37 Love the show. Will there be more Doctor Who references? And who is the biggest Whovian out of the Holy Trio? Believe it or not, Josh Hayden and I don't watch Doctor Who. If we had more time to watch TV, we definitely would. That said, it felt like the kind of show Dimitri and Eli would love. Pretty sure some of our writers are fans. I, th- I mean, I think that's safe to say. I mean, as I understand it, writers usually write what they know. And so somebody got to know about Whovians. And somebody has their finger on the pulse of the fandom well enough to know how angry Moffat made the fan base. Oh, and right, right. yeah, the the um, simultaneous uproar and then love of the female doctor. And yeah, some I mean, someone knows about all of that. Myself, not a Whovian. I've watched like three episodes, but number three son, Mojo, definitely is huge Whovian. I mean, that was that episode. Um, Popol was written by Mr. Smith. So. Oh, Yeah. There we go. So maybe he's the Closet Whovian. He might be. I think he was the, the lone writer on that one. Uh, a story by the big three, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Next question, Tom Brennan at Tom Brennan NY. Preferred Mets manager for 2020. To which Mr. Hurwitz says, probably Joe Girardi uh, or Buck Showalter uh, would love a proven winner with in-game management skills. Winning players play their hardest no matter who the manager is especially on a team with quality veterans. I believe the Mets currently have that kind of roster. Okay. <laughs> words. I'm that's that's words. That's that's baseball words. I'm He hit a home run with that one. <laughs> my 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 boys are in the National League Championship Series at the moment. So Yay. I can't Well, I'm a Cards fan. I like playing cards too. Cardinals. Oh, okay. How Dare you? <laughs> I'm I'm from I'm I'm from Illinois. You know I'm way closer to St. Louis than I am to Chicago. So therefore, I have to be a Cardinals fan, and I have to hate the Scubs. I mean the Cubs. Okay, they won the World Series in 2016. <laughs> Twice in 113 years. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, Back to the Future was off by one year. <laughs> They were very, very close. Very close. Uh, Next question from Jake Broadwell at Jake Broadwell 2. John Hurwitz, how long does it take to film the whole series? The first two seasons, we had 50 days to shoot Cobra Kai. But we had a ton of days where two units were shooting at once. This season, we have 60 days. So there are less double up days. Do you think that's wishful thinking or do you think they're going to end up with just as many double up days because of what he said in the previous Q&A about, of course, the answer to the less time crunch was to write more ambitiously? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I wish I had a good answer for that. I, it was your opinion, you know, what's your yeah, opinion? I, I, I think, I think the price are going to double up. Oh yeah, probably. Just, just, I mean, just from what we have heard from the last two seasons, uh, they do some things on the fly, you know, and, and that may delay things. I, I don't know. Yeah, and they, they hopefully will be flying all over the world this year. Hopefully, crossing our fingers. Yes. Next question from Lila Kane at Ultio Cruenta. That's just how I'm going to pronounce that. So if I'm saying it wrong, please let me know. Have you ever or have you been able to read the new comic beforehand? And what did you think of it? The artwork is brilliant. To which he replies, I love the Cobra Kai comic. I get to read each issue well before it comes out. Artwork is fantastic. I should probably open them and look at the artwork. Sid, it does look good. Sid's pretty gross with how he talks about Laura anyway. So <laughs> Yeah, he is. I just I I want my I want my Halloween fight cover really bad because that's beautiful. It is really nice. All right. And uh, next question is from T Dub at No Fate 1991. Have you ever held a business meeting from your bathtub like Terry Silver in Karate Kid 3? To which he replies, where else do people conduct their business? And I gotta know, John, do you ever put your hair in a ponytail too while doing this? Terry Silver in that scene is the creepiest creeper to ever creep. And I do not want John Hurwitz associated with him in my brain. Okay, I retract that question. (laughs) (laughs) That scene is so creepy because not only is it a business meeting, it is a business meeting with a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it's creepy. Yes. Oh, my God. That movie is so creepy. That man is so creepy. I'm just saying. Okay. At Ethan Gerard, how do you feel that season three is coming along so far? And do you think it is more special than previous seasons? Season three is amazing. All the seasons are special to me, but I think the audience is in for a treat. Ooh, I like that tease. I do too. But what, yeah. I mean, what else is he going to say? No, it, it's going to suck and you're going to hate it? <laughs> he could. <laughs> he, he could. He could. And there are some days that he may answer it that way. You never know. I would. <laughs> I definitely would because I am a sarcastic bitch. I would do these Q&As and be not only sarcastic, but I would troll. Yeah, people. I have seen that before. I should just do that one day. <laughs> I I have stood under the shade of John Hurwitz before and absolutely had it coming. So, yeah, a little bit. Okay, Um, at Sarah Billimer. Hey, John, do you or Ralph own the Mets ball, hat, and Keith Hernandez bobblehead seen on Daniel's desk in season one? Was that a reference to you or Ralph's love for the Mets? That was a reference to mine and Ralph's love of the Mets, but I don't know where those items are. That's probably because Ralph stole them. I don't I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that he probably has some of his own at this point. So maybe Daniel stole them for Ralph. <laughs> Speaking of bobbleheads and the Mets and eBay, which nobody was talking about, but I am now, so that's just going to happen. There is such a thing that you know may or may not be in my possession or on my way on its way to my possession very shortly of Ralph Macchio in a New York Islanders jersey in the posture for the crane. So where is the Ralph Macchio in the Mets jersey doing the crane? 
Just saying, I would buy that. I know you would. (laughs) (laughs) However, I will not buy the Daniel LaRusso Chia Pet because it's just strange looking. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to buy everything, but I'm going to be pretty selective. Uh, And I'll be honest, I'm not going to buy everything Cobra Kai too, just because there's going to be a lot of new things. And so, you know, just the ones I know I'll either wear or put to use depending on the item. I'm definitely not buying the Ross Geller in in a box. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 skipping out on some of the toys and things like that. So yeah. Somewhere David Schwimmer has his hands behind his head and he's clapping his elbows at you. <laughs> <laughs> Most probably. But you know, I walked into Spencer's today and there is as much friends merchandise as there is Cobra Kai. So huh. it's like, is it 1984 in here or is it 1995? I can't tell. Well, I mean, everything's returning nowadays, so I can't tell myself. Yeah. But I'm just going to say, if anybody out there wants to make a bobblehead of Ralph Macchio in a Mets jersey, I'd buy that. And I'm not the only one. So just throwing it out there. Business plan. Go All for right. it. Uh, next question is from, are you karate kidding me at Karate Kid Pod? Hi, guys. Hey. Um, which character's actions surprised you the most in Cobra Kai season two? Am I actually here for the Q&A this time? Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, Jenny never gets to ask a question. <laughs> is it Jenny or Colin? Do they both do it or is this, Jenny? This was Jenny at the time. This I, I do know this was Jenny. Okay. None of their actions surprised me because I was involved in determining them. That said, I'd say Anusha's decision to go work for Tom Cole was the most surprising. Um, I kind of have to agree with him. You know what? Maybe a douche likes bubble tea. He is not bailing on a friend of how many years just for a freaking boba. Well, you know, and Tom Cole might have got him uh, his shoes. Just saying. Or maybe a has a thing for Angela. That could be. Could be. And next question from Eli at Elijah B247. Even though it's worth the wait, why does it have to be such a long time for a season of Cobra Kai to release after y'all finish filming? After we film, we need to edit and go through post-production. Then, YouTube needs to format four countries all over the world. We literally release the show a week or two after it's fully finished. Just breathe in, breathe out, and be patient. Let them finish filming first, Eli. (laughs) Wow, a week or two. Yeah, that's crazy. That That is crazy. That means that when the trailers were made, they weren't completely done yet. And that might be why we saw a lot of scenes from the first half of the season. We saw a lot of scenes from the last episode that we shouldn't have seen, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, you're right. But they didn't have a say in it, so. Who sticks, the, who sticks Ross and Rachel in the trailer? I mean, come on. <laughs> Keep that uh, out of there next time. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Billimer again. Johnny must have taught Miguel the crane kick ahead of time. Do you think he wanted that as a legit move in Miguel's arsenal, or was it purely to mess with dear Danielson, assuming he would be at the tournament? Johnny knew it was a championship caliber weapon, but he probably taught it to Miguel mostly to screw with Daniel. And I have to agree with that, too. Johnny does everything he does mostly to screw with Daniel, and vice versa. Yeah, so, and kudos to Miguel for getting it. So I don't know how how much time they spent trying to perfect that, but good on Miguel. You know what, though? Johnny does kind of undermine his own argument by doing that. Because if Johnny is right, Miguel should have been um, disqualified 
the first move of his first match, right? I mean, unless they amended the rules. It has been 34 years. Not a freaking illegal kick. It's legal. It's legal. I mean, we can ask Ron. <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe the um, inventor of the move himself has said oh, yeah. it's not illegal, right? Of course, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was only illegal in Karate Kid 3. That was literally the only time that we know it would have been illegal. Mm-hmm. That's it. So stop arguing about it. It was legal. Daniel won. Get over it. Okay, next. Um. Oh, that's the end. That has a good note to end on. It was legal. Daniel won. Get over it. Yeah, I like that. So that's it. Um, and so before we close out, there were uh, a couple more tweets um, that came in after we recorded our review of uh, episode 10. And I'd like to read those. And also, just to be fair, I didn't specify when we rec- uh, were recording. So this tweet comes from at Watch Party 1. An exciting and suspenseful finale that delivers on all the show's potential, but most fans never got to properly enjoy. A lot of the episode's surprise and shock was robbed by a trailer that gave away too much. You can see, you can only see something for the first time once. I agree with that. And uh, the big three, they came onto our show right before season two aired. And they told Tom, you know, and, and other people to avoid that if you didn't want spoilers. Yeah, I don't think they, they, they never seemed really very happy about the fact that the fights were in that trailer either. Yeah, not at all. If not the school fight, I mean, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 two fights that were in the trailer were, you know, Johnny and Daniel, of course, and, and the school fight. And by the time we get to episode nine, we haven't seen either of those yet. So obviously they're in the last episode. So we're already spoiled for a huge chunk of the last episode. Right. Uh, the next one comes from at Dorothy Golden G. She says, in the Karate Kid film, Johnny does his slight look down when he realizes how devious Kreese is. He does then again when he realizes again Kreese will do anything to win and has let him down again when he reveals he now owns the dojo. The look on Johnny's face breaks my heart. Yeah? Most of the looks on Johnny's face in season two break my heart. I agree. I'm so tired of watching Johnny be taken advantage of. Yeah, I think we all are. I am. And it, it's the people that he loves the most that keep letting him down. Mm-hmm. And I would just like to point out that the one person that has never let him down because the one person that has never changed how he treats him, you know, he's over there. He's he's that guy with the brown eyes, you know. Right. <clears throat> they might be friends or something. We'll find out, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> if they if they don't end up being friends, I'm just going to write the whole thing off. Well, hopefully you don't do that. No, I, I wouldn't do that anyway. So that's all the tweets on Twitter and the Q&A, obviously. Uh, so thanks to those that asked those questions. Uh, a lot of a lot of good ones out there. And we got a lot of questions answered. And um, so if you like these, you know, we don't do them too often, but it, it really depends how often John himself goes on Twitter and and takes these questions. So that's going to do it for this episode. If you want to find us on social medias, you can find Brianna at... Um, at Brianna25 on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Archive of Our Own, and fanfiction.net. So you have a brand, at Brianna25 everywhere. I am the only one, and I have never changed my name. There you go. 
for us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod. Well, that's Twitter, Cobra Kai Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we do have a new YouTube channel with uh, an amazing video produced, written, spoken by Brianna herself. Um, that's the only video available now. More episodes soon come. We're probably going to put on uh, some interviews eventually that we've done for the pod, you know, to put it on YouTube for those that don't listen to podcasts. Um, so check that out. Uh, and that's, that's going to do it for now. Uh, we finished up our season two review and, uh, now we're going to do some of the movies that some of the cast members have done and, you know, some other fun stuff too. play some games, trivia stuff and things of that nature. So if that sounds like a thing you're interested in, and this is the first time you're listening to us, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, For everyone else, if you have not yet done so, please take a couple minutes and consider leaving us uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Star rating will definitely help us kind of jump up in the ranks a little bit. So yeah, I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com. When does principal photography... <laughs> scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, it'll be 24th now, right? Yeah, okay. and there's so many pretty pictures of Daniel. I know. Like, it's the same one over and over. Pretty, pretty Daniel. Do, 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 do. There's when we found out Ralph was a big lying liar who lies and he was not on an airplane that day. Don't mind that me. Was, that was yummy. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was just um, just blowing my nose. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to follow uh, that. During when both as CKS. Yeah. Bleh. Including our stunt coordinators, Hiro, Koda, and Jin... I don't know if Janelle... No, never mind. You are not the first to ask. Hundreds have others... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and next question. Yeah, I don't think... I'm I'm texting real quick. Oh, okay. And... Hang on just a second. Okay, this person has, like, strikethroughs in their name. I think it's Simon. Just saw the cover for issue three. Beyond exactly. All right, so scrolling, 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 Oh, that was the last one? Okay, cool. Yep, that was the last one on that one. All right, I need to uh, tell me the date, and I need to blow my nose one more time. Um, I think it was the ninth. Okay. Um, yeah, there's all his talking about okay. obliterated. There it is, ninth. Okay. Uh, Spooky Liberty is the first one. All right, there we go. To which Mr. Hurwitz says, we certainly... We certainly... Did he spell that wrong? No, that's certainly. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you guys feel... 
you guys feels. Okay, I'm going to say that right. I, uh, oh, where the hell was I going with this? Fly on the wall. Fly on the wall. Um, is it Maloney or Melanie? I think it's Maloney. Um, I think it's Maloney. Yeah. I don't know. To which Mr. Hurwitz replied, <clears throat> I get to read each issue's I get to read each... Fuck. I get to read each issue... Be, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. He typoed. Yeah. Well, it... Uh, well, looks pretty good. Whoa, Sid is getting a little grabby hands there. Okay. What? Yeah, he's he's grabbing Johnny's mom's uh, rear. You know, he's trying to pull her in for a smooch. Oh, well... Looks good. Oh, look at that. Allie's in here. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough. <laughs> Is it? Hold on. Let me, let me keep going up just a little bit. Yep. Yep. That's yep, you're the right. end. That was it. That was, that was the last of it. That was it. And were there any on Facebook or were they all on Twitter? No, it was all Twitter. Oh, okay. So if trivia? you're just... Trivia? Yeah. You know. Karate Kid Trivia? Absolutely. We've talked about this before. Shh. Okay.